Do you miss when music was about music and not about false nails, fake eyelashes, and a wig? Would you like to listen to something real? If the answer is yes, welcome to Just Music, a podcast that really cares about independent artists, the best music, and interviews without censorship. Podcasting from London, United Kingdom, the world's music business capital, and the city where Jack the Ripper was never cuffed. Here's Aramatius to serve you. You are listening to Where is Captain Kerr, a song by Speed Energy, the leader of the punk new wave band formed in the late 1970s. The track not only topped that inaugural chart but remained it at number one for seven weeks, helping to pave the way for alternative music throughout the 1980s and beyond. Hi, Speed, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. So how everything started back in the day? Yeah, I started off in 1977 and uh, um, then I ran into an old school pal and we did a couple of shows in London because he had a car and then we came Spiz Oil in 1978 and then uh, after we fell out after touring with Susan the Banshees we became uh, Spiz Energy. Was there something that inspired you at that moment? Uh, I saw the clash in July 1977 I thought wow I want to I want to I want to do this this is what I want to do and I was at art school at the time and then um, I got up on stage a month later on the same stage as the clash was playing in Birmingham at, at Barbarella's and then I got uh, some shows in London and uh, uh, then I I supported, uh, um, I got, uh, a promoter saw me and booked me and um, then I needed more wheels so um, Pete, I bumped into Pete, Peter O'Dowd who became Pete Petrol and we toured, uh, toured with Susie and the Banshee. These days, uh, everything looks a bit difficult for punk, so I want to know how did you manage to be the number one on the UK in the singles chart in BBC Radio 1? Well, what happened with um, the independent record labels, uh, the head of uh, Cherry Red, Ian McNay, had had vast sales, record sales, with uh, uh, the Dead Kennedys, but they weren't showing up in the normal charts, you know, the BBC charts. So he got, they got together with a couple of other major record labels, of the independent record labels, the big ones, and they went and approached um, the British Market Research Bureau, the BMRB. They're the people who form the charts that you see. We, Where's Captain Kirk was automatically number one on January the 19th, 1980. Afterwards, you become uh, the only band to sell out the Marcus Club in Soho for five consecutive nights. We then had to do five consecutive nights and then we did a Saturday matinee for under-18s, alcohol-free. So, uh, I want to know, um, well, uh, what made you flip yourself into Atletico Speed in the, uh, sorry, Atletico Speed 80 and how you gained it, this uh, considerable following? Uh, it was because you changed your name, it was because you also uh, changed your music or...? Well, the changing of the name, because I started off as on my own and I was I had a bag that had Spiz 77 written on it. So I was calling myself Spiz 77. And when 1978 came along, I didn't want to be called 77 in 78. And so, um, and now I was working with Peter and Monk and Guitar, and we decided that uh, I saw the future of the uh, 
oil industry, and so that's that's become Spiz Oil, and then called P Petrol, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we were Spiz Oil. But then when we fell out, and I formed a new band, I didn't want people to think they were going to see Spiz Oil, so I changed the name to Spiz Ener- Oil Produces Energy. So I changed the name to Energy, which led me to um, we had. But we had seven guitarists and five drummers in through 1979. So when we got a settled lineup, it was seemed logical we, we would change the name because this is now a different band. So it was just because it was different people. But I want to know also yeah. uh, a bit about what happened later afterwards. Uh, well, when you were kind of claiming your tracks and well, from the fame of uh, David Jones of the Monkeys, David. Jones in London changed his name to David Bowie. See, so you sometimes have to change your name. Of and I did, did. I changed the name of the band. I didn't change my name. I, I kept. Um, I, I was. I was always Spiz of Spiz Energy or Athletico Spiz 80. Mm-hmm. But I would advise people not to constantly change their name. But however, uh, that's up to them. Um, but yeah, that we just um, changed the name as we've. F- I, I wrote to the Guinness Book of Records, basically on a friend saying. You've had so many names, Spears. That must be a Guinness Book of Records. So I just wrote to them, and they because said because it was a change per year, I think. I did. I got. A, I'd got. <laughs> I'd had twelve names by then. I don't know how to call you today. I had twelve names by then, so uh, I wrote. Why you're still energy? Up to date, I'm an up to date. After they refused my entry as a, a too specified, uh, they said it was too specified for such a broad uh, publication of the Guinness Book of Records, despite they have people eating motorbikes and sitting in baked bean bins for, for months. But so, uh, anyway, how specified do you want to get? And so I changed the name and um, I stopped changing the name and then I thought, well, let's go back to Spiz Energy because that's the best name mm-hmm. that I could be because I am energetic on stage. And, stuff. and did they finally recognize all your music under? No, they did. They, 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 okay. uh, it ended there. Okay, okay. Well, let us know about your several solo projects. Uh, so I guess before forming the band, you were also a solo artist in the 70s. Well, I started off uh, on my own because I didn't have a, a, a I didn't have a, a band, uh, and it was only by doing shows that I actually started to realise I, I you can it was a, a quick way to find new new people to play with. And how was the political context at that point in the UK or in London? Well, of course, uh, there was the um, there was a, a, quite a heavy political uh, uh, the, the right wing was uh, making. Uh, disturbing places, uh, concerts, and so there was a, a left-wing backlash. And one of the bands that led that was a, my favourite band, The Clash. So obviously there was a, a, a left-leaning, left-leaning element to several bands at the time. And any other bands that maybe you can mention for that period that were in the London music scene? Well, not in the London, in the UK music scene. Sorry, I don't know. I can't speak for all the bands that are there particular political uh, persuasions but um, most musicians I know and meet are um, not uh, are on the left side of, of mm-hmm. politics one of your last singles was uh, Christmas in Denmark Street I think it was like two years or three years ago actually uh, so I'm just willing do you miss those punk years in a nostalgic way and uh, that's what made you make this track at that time the song is about the destruction of the musical uh, heritage of Denmark Street and so we lost uh, the 12-bar club and the week of the 12-bar club last week in January just after Christmas is when I was inspired to write the lyrics on the way home from the club uh, in its last week of it. I went every night of the last week I took it to my, my, my guitarist Luca who, who helped me transform it into a catchy tune and it became a spizology tune and then 
when we were looking for, we finally got um some interest in the song we um we, we decided to record it as a spiz energy song so it became a band song mm-hmm. and well for, uh, just to finish uh, are you actually or currently working on new projects or what are your coming events where we can find you etc well we finally uh, finished uh, the arrangement for the death of the free man and that's going to be our next target to record and make into a vinyl release got a live album that's been mixed and ready to be pressed up and waiting for uh, news that it's going to be what what date is going to be available this year we've got a show in uh, brighton with uh, johnny moped on friday the 5th of may then spizology are making a comeback me and luca we're playing at the blue posts in uh, soho on sunday the 7th of may And then we've got the Rebellion Festival in Blackpool, which we're on the Friday night. And then we've got, uh, hopefully, we'll have the record out ready for that. And the last question, because I might include this if I need it. Uh, well, uh, when you stopped making music, was because uh, you formed a family, no? or something like this? Oh, well, no, what happened was, uh, uh, during, during the, um, the, when my children came along, there was, we, weren't doing, we weren't very busy. There wasn't a lot going on. And uh, but when by the time my second child came along, Neo, he, I was busy. I was doing lots of stuff. Um, may I ask, what is Captain Kirk? Uh, he is. He's in the basement of my uh, my garage, uh, locked up to the radiator. Okay, thank you so much uh, for the interview, Speed. It's been a pleasure uh, to interview a punk legend like you, and all the best from Jazz Music. Thank you very much. Ciao.